It's time for the car doctor on AM 950 WROL. Got a car question? Call us at 617-770-3030. That's 617-770-3030. Now, here's the car doctor, John Paul, on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. Remember, you can always listen online at WROLradio.com, or you can find previous podcasts on iTunes, uh, my podcast site, which is uh, John at Paul at Podomatic.com, or uh, Stitcher, or any number of sites, uh, just Google uh, John Paul Car Doctor Radio, and you'll find podcasts almost everywhere, and you can listen any place you want to be listening. And, of course, on the Internet at WROLradio.com, where we have people listening from all over the world, it seems like. Probably more on the Irish program that follows us. But anyway, uh, have you ever been searching for a car, and you're looking around, and there's a lot of different search sites now where you can go searching for a car, and uh, some of them get confusing. Some of them you wonder, is there something that kind of lies behind it all? And you wonder, is this, is this really a good deal? Am I really looking at prices that look uh, realistic based on uh, the car that I'm looking for? Well, there's a new uh, search website. It's uh, called Auto, and that's their actual website. It's uh, au.to. And with us uh, on the phone is Adam Jansen. He's the vice president of marketing. And he's going to tell us about this brand-new site. It's just hit the market. Good morning, Adam, and welcome to the Car Doctor program here in Boston. Hey, John Paul. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for getting up so early. I know you're out in California, so it's uh, 6 a.m., right? Yes, sir. And it's rainy for a change. Well, you know, it's uh, 40 degrees and sunny here, so I might ch- <laughs> I might trade you the, the warm rain for the uh, cool uh, sunshine. But uh, tell us tell us about the website. What, um, what, what uh, I guess, was the, uh, the focus and what drove you guys to build this website? Well, the focus that drove us uh, to build the website was really a, a few different things, but primarily just the search experience for consumers was uh, we kind of thought it was broken, and it was outdated. There's a lot of sites out there that have been around for a lot of years, and people have always been searching the same way with drop-downs, and you know, it takes about 60 seconds to get to your, uh, your initial request. Mm. Well, we decided we were going to create auto, and really the first two search engines for automotive, so Consumers can simply type in what they're looking for, and the results are going to come up lightning fast, just like Google. Yeah, I noticed you said it's sort of the Google of automotive searches. Correct. Yeah. Now, I know I was, I was talking to, we have a local guy here in Boston who has a website. It's called iccars.com, Fung Lee. He's a great guy. And I said to him, how come you built this uh, website? And he said to me, because I went car shopping, and it made me nuts. Was there any of that that went into uh, building auto? Was there any, like, frustration with uh, you and your team that said, you know, there's got to be a better way. You know, we're, we're trying to shop ourselves, and we're getting crazy about it. Yeah, 100%. And that's, the, that's really the whole point behind auto. You know, we have deep history, Aaron Rosenthal, the founder and myself, pretty deep history in automotive. And we work for some of the big guys, and Aaron had a company making websites, and he made about 500 dealer websites, and we've been friends, and... We just thought, hey, we can do this better. We can mm. build a better mousetrap. And, again, the, the search, we thought search was broken. Instead of having to fumble through all of these cars, we thought, hey, why can't we just type in what we're looking for? 
And then to add to that, we have the largest index of used cars. So we have the most used cars in the marketplace. Mm. We have about about three hundred and fifty thousand more than AutoTrader.com. That's that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of used cars. And like you said, rather than and you're right, I, I find the same thing, especially if I'm using a tablet or a phone and I'm on a website that uses drop downs. They don't always. They don't always work so well with uh, with tablets. You know, the the, the drop down happens. It might be there. It might not be there. Uh, ends up being uh, probably not the smoothest transition it should be. No, you're absolutely right. And it was a tremendous undertaking for us to really make sure that our mobile experience worked, and it worked effectively, and it gave you that same rich experience as auto. So, if you're using auto on your phone, it just acts like it's a website, and it mm. works the same. It works the same way. Yeah, I noticed that. And the other thing I noticed, you know, if I was uh, shopping for cars, and the car the car I always seem to test with is the Mazda Miata, just because it's a great little car and there's a lot of them around. But you're right, rather than click Mazda, Miata, gear, <laughs> maximum, you can just put it in, but also you your menu off to the left-hand side of the screen makes it really easy to put uh, refine that search. Well, absolutely. So it's, it's, you know, some people are just, have the same way of searching and people are going to have to adapt to way to the way auto works but it really allows you to refine it really easily you know if you just go to the menu bar you can simply type in 2011 miata you know s5 or whatever mm -hmm. that that model is if you want to refine it down to year to mileage you can go through with auto and even use indicator greater than this many miles um you can type in white uh 2011 miata so the power of auto it really makes it a, uh, tremendously faster to be able to get through and find the car you want instead of sort of settling for the car that you find. That's mm. uh, uh, very well put. Now, is it just a site for dealers, or if uh, Marita wants to sell her uh, Toyota Corolla, can she do that? We are. Uh, we do have uh, consumer cars, private party cars as well, so that's the market we are absolutely in. Um, new cars, used cars, and private party cars. And, and we'll always, Go ahead, I'm we'll sorry. Be, it will always be free for consumers to list and sell their car. So it's free for consumers, so if I want to go on there and list my car, I can, I can do it there. And one of the other things I like about the site is, with, especially with a, a dealer that has a car for sale, I know how long it's been on, on the market, and I know what the price is and whether that price has changed and, and how it relates to other uh, vehicles, similar vehicles, uh, and what their prices are. Absolutely. We keep all the price history of all the, all of our vehicles, so we can be absolutely you know, make note of prices going up, down, any changes. There's also our auto rank, which is our, if you look at our analyze feature on the on the far right mm -hmm. of each column, it really gives you the ability to, you know, there's a multitude of indicators that we score our vehicles on, uh, none of them are, which are determining the price that a dealer should sell the car. We just, our logarithm just dictates, decides, um, hey, this is a good deal based on, at probably 65 different indicators, and that just consumers, they should, one of the first cars that come up, the first one to five cars that come up in their search, probably going to be the best deal in the in market or even in the country, and that's mm. probably the car they should buy. Mm. Well, that, that makes sense, and I know that some dealers actually use, I guess, a service similar to this, where I always thought when you sold a car, it was all about well, this is what we paid for it, and this is what we want to sell it for to make a profit. But, in fact, some dealerships, they sort of ping dealers within the same area that are selling the same car, and they just want to sell at or below those other car costs. And your website is doing something pretty similar to that. Well, it's similar in the sense that we show consumers the cars not only in market but out of market. Right. So 
we're we're just simply showing them multiple options so they could you know they could feel a little more comfortable in their decision. Hey, this thing looks like a good deal, looks nice, but let me check in na- nationwide, and you can see that with simply one click. Right. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And and let's face it, when it comes down to buying a car, most people in their lifetime might buy, I don't know, six or seven cars, and car dealers want to sell six or seven cars an hour. Right. So they're probably they're probably better at selling than you are at buying. So this gives this gives a buyer a, a real tool to use when they go shopping. Well, absolutely. And auto was really built um, with two things in mind. Number one, giving the consumer a really rich shopping experience and really creating a, a sense of transparency. We do that by sending the consumer directly to the dealer's website. So if you notice as you look for cars and you if you click on a car, there's only one photo. But if they click on the view button, it takes them directly to the dealer's website. So they can engage with that dealer however they want. So they don't have to go through the old process of you know getting their having their information it held captive in order to talk to the dealer. Yeah, I noticed that, and I noticed the uh, how quickly it happens too. It's it's uh, pretty quick that it connects to that dealer pretty quick. And uh, your website also has um, I think I stumbled across it um, uh, a live assist function too, right? Did I see an um, actual person, or was that on somebody's website? Oh, so it's someone's website. Yeah. Oh, okay. So as, you click, as you click on a vehicle, auto stays framed up on the left. Oh, and okay. Consumers can interact with the car. There's a few different things. But, yeah, once they step on the dealer's lot or virtual lot, right. we, step, we step out of the Step problem. out of it. Okay. And it's, so, it's such a good transition that, you know, actually for, uh, I was like, well, is this the dealer or is this auto? I was, I was <laughs> a little confused, but it's very smooth the way it happens. Well, thank you. You know, yep. any delay that happens is really, it's, it's on the dealer side, just their website yep. loading. Um, but, yeah, it's. The results render in milliseconds. As you click and search, it, you can see the speed in which the results come up. Yeah, pretty quick stuff. And tell us about, you know, we, we know about dot .coms and dot .govs and dot .orgs, dot .twos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, explain. I think, I think I even thought the same thing when I first saw the website. I'm like, well, it's www.au.to.com. In fact, it's just www.au.to, right? Yeah, absolutely, and I'm glad you brought that up. I want to make sure that people listening out there absolutely know that it is just au.to. It's the shortest automotive-related uh, domain that you could have. I mean, absolutely the shortest. So uh, we, it was uh, not free to buy. However, it's, uh, we think our brand is really second to none. No, it, so, it, okay. yeah, it makes sense. Hey, Although I want to go out and buy ca.rs or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh, where those where those countries or states are. Uh, you know where those domains are from, but I know uh, ours is from the island of Tonga. Yeah, I, yeah, it'd probably be some crazy Russian website if I did that. Else, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. type it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I was amazed at how quick it worked. I was amazed, uh, you know, even here in the New England area, uh, like I said, I looked up uh, Miata. I was, you know, and I was kind of looked for a little bit of obscurity. I was looking up uh, the uh, uh, Scion IQ and just the amount of Scion IQs that are available, you know, in the area, the pricing, uh, how long they're on the market. And that that idea of how long they're on the market is really a key factor because it really lets me know if that car has been sitting on the deal a lot for 90 days, there may be a little bit more room for negotiation. Bingo. You hit the nail right on the head. Absolutely. That's what it, it, that's what it's really designed to do. And it could work the other way as well. You know, dealers, can they can go in and think this car has been on the market for a long time and, you know, let's negotiate the price. There's also another feature down there across the bottom of those cars that has views over click. So if the car is getting a lot of interactions or if it's getting a lot of uh, views, well, and, that, and you really like the vehicle, it really could give you a, a lot of incentive to go into the 
dealership and try to buy that car before someone else's, especially mm. if people are engaging with it. So, you know, there's twofold. That, that's that's a that's a good tool for me as a consumer, but also a really good tool for the for the dealer as well to know that all of a sudden his car is getting a lot of activity. Yeah, absolutely. And dealers can see uh, it's what we're doing is really just encouraging consumers to find the best deal out there. We're not in any way, shape, or form dictating price to dealers, but it's really easy to see if if their cars aren't aren't coming up, you know, at the top, or if they're not getting a lot of action. It, they just simply need to adjust their price or take a look at it and you know, analyze why that vehicle is not selling. But you know, we we really try to make the process transparent and just give that consumer that, that shopping experience again. And the analytics in auto really help that. Back in the old days, the dealer would just paint the car red and put it back up the lot again. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Put, yeah. Some, put some hubcaps on it and yeah. call it a day. Yeah, exactly. Um, now your site your site is still in its beta phase. So you guys are not you're you're up and running, but uh, you're still tweaking a little bit, right? Um, a little bit. You know, with any new venture and something of this magnitude, you're never going to be able to work out all the bugs out of the gate. You know, we've been in build for about three years. We turned auto on uh, quietly about five, five and a half months ago to get a little bit of friends and family feedback and make some adjustments. There's quite a few things that we altered since then. Uh, we figure we'll be in beta for uh, anywhere from six months to a year, mm-hmm. just whenever we really feel like we've hammered out all the bugs. We just we think it gives us a little leeway. Yeah, and again, for uh, consumers that are looking for some place to sell a car, uh, Auto can help them with that too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we yeah. we have a new uh, uh, app that we're rolling out any day now. It's actually being submitted to the App Store, uh, so that's the next bullet in our gun that we're going to launch, and that's really going to help consumers. On the, on the selling their vehicle side. No, it, it's it's great. I know a lot of people try to sell cars through places like Craigslist, but uh, you can get a lot of flaky responses, and maybe going through a legitimate automotive website helps eliminate that because I don't know how many people I've talked to that said, oh, yeah, I put my $5,000 car up for sale, and I get this uh, somebody who wants to buy it, but they want to send a shipper to come pick it up, and they sent me a money order for $7,000 to help pay for the shipping, and, in fact, the whole thing was just a scam. Yeah, there's there's a, a tremendous amount of pitfalls out there for consumers that are looking and trying to buy private party cars online. I think auto... Obviously, we are not a web. We are not a, uh, a dealer, right. and we are not selling cars to consumers. But I think, given not only the way uh, the look and feel of auto, I think it gives people a little more sense of uh, maybe they feel like they can trust us a little bit more as opposed to just an individual. Even though you are, you would be interacting with a con- with a private party, but it's by way of auto. Yeah. No. It, it to me. It, to me, it seems to make sense. Uh, and it's just uh, just to clarify. It's just used cars right now, at least, right? Not you're uh, we, you're not a new car site. No, uh, we have new cars as well. Oh, you do? Okay, I wasn't aware of yeah. that. So yeah, we're we're new and used. Uh, new car, used car was really our focus. Uh, used new cars is really a. Uh, getting integrated at lightning speed, and we're uh, just about 100 percent with that. Oh, good. Okay. So again, the website au.to. Uh, very simple for people to find. If they, I, I think it's a great way. You know, maybe you're doing a little bit of fantasy shopping. Maybe you're thinking about doing some price comparisons. Maybe you found a car that isn't on the website, but you want to know: is this a decent deal? Uh, it's a good. It's a good way to look around and find information and see what's out there and to become informed. And and let's face it: the more informed you are as a consumer, the more or likely you're going to be to get a better deal. Absolutely, consumers have never been more educated than they are now, and. With the, uh, the power and the analytics that we have in auto, it, it really gives consumers the ability to 
again, shop and compare and, and have that sense of exploration and not go through this cumbersome process of maybe someone wants to look at some, you know, CLS, 60, AMG 63, but they don't. It's but they, but they can afford a Toyota Corolla? Sure. Yeah. It's a beer pocket champagne taste. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Adam, thanks for taking some time out of your Saturday morning to join us. Again, the website, au.to. Uh, check it out for all your car buying needs. It looks like looks like you got it, and you got it at lightning speed. Thank you very much, John Paul. Thanks for having us. Again, right. just au.to. au.to. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Adam Jansen. He is the vice president of marketing for autoau.to. Had to buy that website from Tonga, huh? The country of Tonga. I wonder if there is a website that ends in RS. Hmm. We'll have to check that out. Why don't we take a break, uh, pay some bills when we come back. I think I have a Gary question of the week. And also, is your car talking to you a lot lately? Well, we may find out what it has to say. My name is John Paul. This is a Car Doctor program. You're listening on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. W-R-O-L Boston. Are you looking for the best deal on tires? You can trust Danvers Auto Engineering to deliver. From brand names at the best price to tire services to back up your new tire purchase. At Danvers Auto Engineering, we take great care to deliver complete customer satisfaction. Ready to shop for tires? Check out our online tire catalog and get instant pricing on our website. Go to DanversAuto.com. That's DanversAuto.com. You can trust Denver's Auto Engineering to deliver. Wow, spring is in the air, and I hope we can lift your spirit with a new vehicle. Customers ask me, why buy a Mitsubishi? Jill, can you answer that question? Sure. Mitsubishi's been building vehicles for 100 years. We have a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. The Lancer, Outlander Sport, and 7-passenger Outlander have the best all-wheel drive system in the industry. All three just got ranked number one in safety by the National Institute of Highway Safety. Zachary, don't we have some great spring values? That's right, Dad. Our Outlander Outlander Sport is on sale starting at just $14,997. And our Mitsubishi Mirage is on sale starting for just $10,997. A new car, just $10,999. Folks, come to Misho Mitsubishi on Route 114 in Danvers. 0% financing, college grad programs, military programs, brand new vehicles that are safe, inexpensive, and have a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. My name is Kevin Misho. I guarantee you'll be satisfied. MishoMitsubishi.com. We are your feel-good dealer. Hello, this is Gary Jafarian, CEO of Jafarian Volvo Toyota, encouraging you to get informed and stay informed. Sign up for the weekly Ask Gary blog on Jafarian.com. Now, let's get back to the car doctor, John Paul. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. Well, I got an email from the folks at Ford this week, and they said, uh, your vehicle is talking to you, but are you listening? Well, and it's kind of funny. I was talking to somebody about fleet management the other day, and it, it was talking about when uh, people have computers in cars that allow them to, uh, 
or remind them when they're speeding. And one of the things we, we were talking about was a, just a tone, the thing that dings. People start to get a little tone deaf, I guess, about it and don't pay attention to it anymore, where some of these fleet management devices will bing and ding and make all kinds of noises and finally say something. Well, a voice will come on and says, if you don't slow down, we're going to report you to your boss kind of thing. But your car, there's a lot of different things going on in cars today. There's blind spot warning, crash tra- cross-traffic alert warnings, um, just a lot of a lot of tones and noises, and uh, with us to help explain it is Jennifer Prescott. She's a Ford product engineer. Jennifer, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor program here in Boston. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, I'm driving. I'm actually driving one of your cars today, a Ford Expedition. And <laughs> and uh, as I was backing out of my driveway this morning, there was all kinds of things binging and dinging at me. Uh, so uh, tell, tell us about all that. Why, why, why is my car talking to me? What's it trying to tell me? Well, it's probably trying to tell you a variety of things. And this is the hard balance that we try to strike is, you know, sometimes we really want to get your attention. And so we have some kind of high-frequency um, things that are meant to say, hey, 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 look, pay attention. There's, you know, there's a child's bike behind you, as opposed to other ones that are gentle reminders to say, oh, you know, I don't think that you put your belt on yet, but you haven't quite started moving, or, you, you know, you've left, left your lights on. So we use a variety of tones, and we try to, you know, make the ones that aren't urgent sound pleasant, because obviously you want to be comfortable in your vehicle, but then the other ones definitely are meant to get your attention and say, wake up, buddy, I know this is routine to back your, your um, Explorer out, but... There could I, be a problem here. <laughs> I even noticed the way you described it. You said, when you used the term gentle reminder, your voice calmed down a little. Uh, <laughs> I'm picturing the tone in my mind. That's your da-da-da, da-da-da. <laughs> exactly. But there, is, um, there are a variety of sensors in cars today. It was, at one time, there was no sensors in cars. But now we have sensors in the front, sensors in the back, and sensors yeah. that actually peek down the parking lot as you're backing up between a, a couple of uh, parked cars. Which is, which is fabulous that you have all of these helpers. You know, you're halfway to the autonomous car, right? It's already looking at the environment around you. Um, but it's, we, uh, as, as far as, well, my job, you know, looking at the tones, we want to give you that audible feedback. We want to alert you, but not too much, right? Because mm. then you can end up annoyed. So it's very much... You know, we, we talk about warnings, which you really want to have versus, you know, we, we're experimenting with, you drive a Ford, but if you look at our Lincoln, and instead of a traditional shifter, you have a push button on the uh, mm-hmm. front panel. And so we thought about, should there be a different tone for each one? Because you don't have that sequential feedback that you have when you pull the lever back on a traditional shifter. So, you know, we kind of joked, you know, each one could have its own tone. Problem is, after a while, we have so many unique tones going on in the vehicle. So our, our challenge is to communicate where needed, but not so much that you ignore them. So your cross-traffic alert sounds different than your backup, mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. And anything that's just a low-level, you know, we just want to let you know something's going on. We use the same um, gentle time. Yeah. But, how, but how about haptic feedback where you, there's actually something that happens this the, have you have you looked into steering wheels and seats vibrating and other things happening inside the car to get, to kind of get your attention? Yeah, 
Yeah, there's a lot of um, movement around that. And, and um, you know, right now, for example, I don't know what version of you're driving, but there's the uh, touchscreen in your center stack. Mm -hmm. Right now, we simply use, a, it's kind of a pong noise to let you know that, yes, something happened. Mm -hmm. Without a noise, people go, ooh, you know, did I do anything here? Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we've looked at that at vibration and lights, and sometimes we're balancing with other attributes within Ford to say who's alerting whom, you know, how can we do this? Is a message pop-up on the cluster sufficient, or do we need to add a sound to it? Those are the kind of trade-offs we do day-to-day. -day. I think actually squirting water at people would be a good idea. <laughs> well, yes. I actually use that with my children. I have three teenage sons. Here's my parenting advice. If they... Uh, kind of lose their temper, you know, and they, they want you to argue back. We have a squirt bottle you keep cast off the uh, counter. If you squirt yeah. them in the face, it diffuses the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to remember that the for the 2016 Ford that I drive next. Uh, I'm going to have to duck to one side just in case that in case that uh, uh, feature made it to the dashboard. Yeah, uh, you're going to guess uh, you, you've, uh, you've over-revved your engine, and you're about to have a collision. Splash. Wake up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it could work. But it, it's interesting what you said, though, about the, the tones and the things that happen, because I know somebody who, for whatever reason, didn't want to wear a seatbelt. I don't know what his reason was, why he didn't want to wear a seatbelt, but he happened to drive a Ford F-150. And let's face it, the seatbelt minder is a little bit annoying. But after a while, he just grew completely um, oblivious to it. And even though it would ding every, whatever, two minutes, he would just kind of, you know, it was just like, oh, yeah, that happens. And I, don't, I just don't notice it anymore. How do, you, how do you, you know, as an engineer, how do you work with that? Or, or is it that the tones can sometimes get uh, a little bit more repetitive or maybe a little bit louder or change slightly to get people to go, oh, maybe I ought to look at whatever's yeah. going on? We do, we do have, uh, have certain ones escalate, and, um, you know, they start, they start off um, infrequently and gentle, but then they'll increase with uh, time. Mm. And I'm trying to remember if our belt minder, I know it comes on more often, but I don't believe the tone changes, mm. which is a good point. Maybe it should. You know, it's kind of hard. It, our job would be a lot easier if we had better control of uh, yeah. Again, again, squirt somebody in the face with water. I think would fix fix a lot of the problems. So, oh, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about our seatbelt minder, and that's a you're really motivated not to wear a seatbelt if you're willing to put up with that thing dinging at you constantly. Yeah, I mean um, it's it's crazy what what some people do, and you know, and these these tones are are really life saving tones, and and yes. people necessarily i you know when it's, it's one thing if you're i'm i'm you know looking out the window with a radio station here we're in a uh kind of a uh industrial area there's uh there's all these parking lot poles in the way and somebody could very easily back into the uh cement uh part of the bottom of the pole because it could hide below the rear window and yeah that's not life-saving but it's certainly cost and insurance saving but some of these tones truly help save people's lives Absolutely, yep. You know, like a foreign, forward collision warning is an obnoxious tone. It's very loud. It's, mm -hmm. it's over 23 tones, and it's a 1,500 hertz. It's piercing. It's the equivalent of your, you know, your passenger doing the, ah! Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Now, well, if you, again, we if you can get... You know, my passenger, my passenger tends to hit me in the arm. So, you know, if you can get that to happen at the same time. 
brilliant. I don't know why I'm wasting my time with tones. I like your idea. Yeah. We're going to use flash in the face. Smack you across the chest. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Maybe a little arm comes up out of the center council. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Now, Jennifer, when uh, you know, as we progress into the, uh, and if you if you were, um, you know, if you were the uh, the I guess the uh, the CEO of Ford Motor Company, uh, what and in the future, what kind of other things would you like to see? helping people be safer when they're behind the wheel. Like you said, we're partway towards autonomous driving now. We have cars that can let us know when we're drifting out of the lane and, and help us. We can have cars that can correct us, correct the car a little bit. We have that forward co collision warning that is really, like you said, a loud, attention-getting tone that tells us to slow down because if not, we're going to run into the car in front of them. But if you kind of close your eyes for a few minutes and thought about, I don't know, the year 2030. What do you, where do you see, where do you see the, the systems trying to help drivers? Well, we're, we're moving more and more towards um, correcting for driver error, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, and I don't, I'm not going to speculate on full autonomous driving because right. the whole thing makes me nervous. Um, As it should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do like the you know, kind of like with airline pilots. Yeah, they can put it on autopilot, but they still need to be looking out the window, right? Right. Um, but, yeah, you know, looking down the road, there's a lot of the, and it's, it's, a, it's, again, it's not just the tones. It's different feedbacks, jiggling of the wheel, you know, getting mm -hmm. your attention. But, you know, going more and more towards if you choose to, you can divert your attention elsewhere and not be the one driving on your kind of regular commute, mm -hmm. but then there has to be enough systems that will get your attention when you're needed. You know, it might be something while you drive up a major freeway and it's kind of on autopilot and you're in good shape, but then if you're coming up on some traffic situation, which your, you know, connected car would let you know mm -hmm. there's an accident up ahead, then, you know, the systems would have to come on and make sure that they have your full attention, that everything's about to change here. Mm. So... No, it makes sense, and as people are living longer and 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 driving longer, uh, still there can be some physical limitations. And all these systems help keep uh, drivers at all ages safer. But I would think, especially as drivers are are um, aging, sort of in their cars a little bit and driving more than probably they ever have. Absolutely, and you know, in our society, in the United States, really, it is debilitating to reach the point where you can no longer drive. That's one of those things that senior citizens, you know, struggle with, where they, they don't want to lose that autonomy, but then some of their faculties might be slowing down. So more we can do to accommodate and make it safe for them to remain, you know, mobile like that, unless you're in a major, major metropolitan area with a lot of um, um, public transport, you really rely on that car, and people get isolated mm. as they're able to drive less and less. Well, it's it's been very interesting. I'm still waiting for the car that actually talks to me and calls me names. Well, uh, this is Think Lady. We yeah. could, you know, we could we could add some special uh, uh, name calling on there. Yeah, yeah. Corrective, <laughs> corrective uh, <laughs> criticism of my driving, or you know, stay in the lane, or pay attention, or something like that. What which are you thinking, right? <laughs> yeah. Which 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 may you know it may, it may be the answer yet. You never know. Jennifer, thanks for taking some time out of your Saturday morning and uh, and joining us up here in Boston. And if I ever see you, I'm going to watch out for a water bottle. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.
That was Jennifer Prescott. She is a Ford product engineer uh, talking a little bit about what happens when your car talks to you and some of the sounds it makes. And uh, pretty, pretty informative. Now... We always have our Ask the Gary question of the week. And uh, remember, if you want to ask a Gary, ask Gary a question, you can go to jafarian.com or you can email me and I'll pass it on to him either way. But uh, this, I thought, was a very interesting question. And it really has something to do with what happens sometimes when you buy a car. And it says, did someone from Jafarian give my name to a warranty company? Is this a scam? Well, and that hap- I hear that from a lot of people that they just bought a car and all of a sudden it might be a month later, it might be a year later, especially if it's a used car that's going out of the 90-day warranty and all of a sudden they get this note in the mail that says, uh, you know, we understand your warranty is expiring, what do you want to do about it? Well, Gary's answer is no. Uh, they do not give their names out to unrelated parties. Your warranty, uh, whether you buy a Toyota, should... Uh, you know, it's it's Toyota. So, unfortunately, it's too easy for scammers to get public information on registered vehicles. In fact, I believe, and I, I don't know this to be, I'll, I'll be careful when I say it, but I believe the registry is the one who actually sells the lists of registered vehicle owners. So, uh, if you have an interest, uh, you know, what happens, uh, you could, I guess, call the registry and find out. But Jafarian Volvo Toyota Scion would not give out your name, nor would Toyota. It's not in their best interest to do it or yours. And, um, you know, if you're going to buy a warranty, buy it from someone you trust. Buy it from the, buy it from, you know, if you're going to buy a warranty for a Toyota, buy it from Toyota or AAA for that matter. But uh, remember, Gary will be on my show once a month. So email me a topic you would like us to talk about or you can go to jafarian.com and submit an Ask Gary question. I actually have, uh, I, I have to forward my thoughts to him. When we were there last week, we kind of talked about Toyota, we talked about Volvo, but we didn't talk about what I think is one of the best-kept secrets is Scion. And uh, Scion makes some pretty good little cars, and I think it would be interesting if we uh, talk to Gary about Scion maybe next week when we talk. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. When we come back, we're going to review the all-new Ford Expedition and answer the Rick question of the week. WROL Boston. Are you looking for the best deal on tires? You can trust Danvers Auto Engineering to deliver. From brand names at the best price to tire services to back up your new tire purchase. At Danvers Auto Engineering, we take great care to deliver complete customer satisfaction. Ready to shop for tires? Check out our online tire catalog and get instant pricing on our website. Go to DanversAuto.com. That's DanversAuto.com. You can trust Denver's Auto Engineering to deliver. It's hot, and you think, whew, I'm turning the air conditioner down. Then you think, how much is that going to cost me? The internal struggle begins. Cost versus comfort. But now you can end the fight. With Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating Systems, you enjoy ultimate comfort, even in difficult spaces, while dramatically reducing energy costs. Mitsubishi's EcoComfort technology lets you control each room individually so you don't have to pay to cool areas you aren't using. These units also filter allergens, and there's no duct work so a contractor can install them in less than a day. 
Don't beat yourself up over energy costs. Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Live better. This is the time of the year when your heating and air conditioning units are screaming for attention. Just like your car, your systems need to be tuned up. I'm Mike Francione, owner of Coastal Heating and Air Conditioning in Quincy. We at Coastal have you covered for all your heating, AC, and refrigeration needs. From your home to business to even your boat. Call today at 617-770-0636. Also on the web at CoastalAHR.com. To celebrate our 60th anniversary as New England's Tire and Car Care Headquarters, Sullivan Tire and Auto Service is saying thank you with great tire savings. Throughout the month of April, check out the amazing savings on a full line of road-gripping tires. Buy three, get one absolutely free, or buy one, get the second at 50% off on all quality Yokohama brand tires. Plus, receive an additional $60 manufacturer's rebate on select Yokohama tires. After the record winter, the roads are filled with potholes. So keep Sullivan Tire in mind for expert tire repair and wheel alignment so you get the proper mileage out of your tires and you'll save on gas, too. Stop in anytime this month for giant savings and top flight maintenance. Buy three, get one absolutely free, or buy one, get the second at 50% off on all quality Yokohama brand tires. Visit SullivanTire.com. Peace of mind driving. You deserve it. We provide it. It's Sullivan Tire's 60th anniversary. Thank you, New England, for 60 great years. Hi, this is Gary Jafarian, CEO of Jafarian Volvo, Toyota, and Haverhill. Have a question about car buying or servicing? All you have to do is ask Gary. Email me a question at askgaryj at gmail.com. You're listening to The Car Doctor. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. Uh, well, you probably heard last week when I was up at your ferry in Volvo that uh, my wife had a little incident with her car. And, uh, well, it was totaled. And uh, and and uh, just uh, one other thing, our, one of our one of our old time listeners to the program um, wrote in and uh, John D from uh, He's up in uh, Peabody, and he and he kind of called in and sort of apologized. Nothing to apologize about. Uh, thanks for being concerned. I really appreciate it. That was uh, that was uh, nice of you to do that. And uh, um, you know, don't don't worry about anything. Thanks for thanks for being concerned. But we had to go out and buy a new car because uh, Joanne's car was totaled, and she wasn't quite sure what kind of car she wanted. So you know, is it a convertible? Is it it would, because her old car was a PT Cruiser convertible, and her car previous to that for 10 years was a uh, Volkswagen Cabrio convertible. So we decided maybe a convertible was a good way to go. So we were thinking Volkswagen Beetle convertible. And initially I went through AAA's car buying website, which uh, if you go on AAA's website and you go to the car buying section, you can actually kind of pick what you want. And then it comes up with dealers that have a car for a certain price. And essentially behind the AAA website is a very secure website called TrueCar. So I looked at a couple, and it popped up with a couple different names. And I went to um, kind of a, a, an old-time name in dealerships, uh, Paul Clark, which is in Brockton. And they, they were, for years and years and years, for I think three generations were a Ford dealer and a, and a bunch of years ago took on Volkswagen as a franchise. And one of the things I liked when I went on the, when I went on the car buying website is they said in their price they included the destination charge, which is not 
always for the, the case of other dealerships. So you kind of look at the price, you go, oh, I can save $500 by going to this other dealer. And then they say, well, there's a $900 destination charge on top of the price. What's nice about these websites is it's you go in and here's the price. And you just go in and you go, I'm getting a pretty good deal. They're making a little bit of money. Everybody's happy. But I uh, went in there, met with uh, Anthony, unpronounceable last name that begins with a G, something very Italian. Uh, met with Anthony, really good guy. But what I liked about it, and I... And I um, really liked about it was Paul Clark was there. Now, not the Paul Clark that I knew from 40 years ago, but his son, who's probably younger than me, I would say, but not not that much younger. But he happened to be there. We were talking a little bit. Uh, just the whole idea that uh, that the owner of the dealership was there. In fact, he's been there just about every day that I've been there. And the whole experience went nice and easy. We went in there and looked. They had a couple of cars for sale. Uh, we road tested one that was that was uh, out on the on the floor, out on the parking lot. It was fine. It was in the price range we were looking for. The price we looked at, we went in and said, "We're going to buy the car for this price." They're like, "Yep, no problem." Um, what was nice, we met with their their finance guy um, and their general sales manager, uh, Seth McGuire, and. It was exactly, it was no different than buying a toaster. It was like, here's the car, here's the price, here it is, when do you want to pick it up? And that was as easy as it is. But the, actually, what was, what was nice about the experience was, and they didn't know what I do for a living, and we came in and they had a little sign on the front of the showroom door that said, use side entrance. And I thought the door was broken, actually. So, and I said that when I walked in. I said, what's the door broken? And they said, no, because they had... Our new car in the showroom with the top down, all nice and clean and ready to go. Where inside the showroom, they, they actually spent, they probably spent 45 minutes kind of going over all the systems, how to put the top up and down, how to store the boot for the top. Um, just really going over all the different things, including Volkswagen has sort of an OnStar-like system, getting that all set up, how to adjust the mirrors, things that they didn't really need to do. But they really, they really did it, and it was just, it was a good new car buying experience. So, you know, if you're thinking about buying a new car, and they're not an advertiser here, but if you're thinking about buying a, a new Volkswagen, give them a shot. I think you'll find, I think you'll find you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised. Again, I think maybe because it's a combination of things, a small dealership, not quite the pressure at some of the big dealerships, and coming in with the um, report that says this is a car I want, this is how much it sells for. And no shenanigans. It's just there. It is. And um, I, I said to uh, the owner at the time, I said, I, I said, do you like dealing with this? You know, kind of people coming in, knowing what they want to pay. And he kind of he kind of went looked at me and said, Well, it eliminates all that. And I said, and I said, BS maybe is the word. <laughs> and and he's kind of like, um, didn't really mean that, but yeah, it did. So, but anyway, that's. That was my car buying experience at, uh, and it was just, it was, like I said, if you want to, uh, you know, check it out. You know, I think if you want to buy a Volkswagen, uh, check out Paul Clark Volkswagen, the right in Brockton, right off of 24 in a uh, newer, newer facility, easy to get to. Uh, but everyone I met there, whether it was a service manager, the internet, uh, a sales manager, internet manager, finance guy, and the owner, and Anthony, the sales guy, they're all very polite, all very nice, all did their job extremely well, so... Um, and I think it's a pretty good car too. So let's go. Uh, we've uh, we've kept Tom on hold forever here. Tom, 
Good morning. Good morning, sir. I've been on hold since seven fifteen. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, I I hope you didn't have to go to the bathroom or anything. No, no, no. I'm a big boy now. Okay. Quite well. You forgot one most important thing. Did they serve coffee there? They did actually. Oh, good. They did. I mean, those are important yeah. things to help I, break the and, ice. And and I think it was one of those like. Uh, Instant cappuccino machines too. If you're if you're a fancy coffee drinker. But, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a plain Jane. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So before I get to my question, I have two quick questions. Your wife's vehicle being a convertible. If it starts raining, how long does it take to get the top off? Uh, yeah, it's, it goes up real quick. But but like all those times in a convertible, and I've been in a variety of different convertibles in the rain. Yeah. The problem is you 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 say oh it's going to stop and then it doesn't. And by the time you finally pull over, I don't care if that top goes up in three seconds. Yeah. That's the longest three seconds of your life. <laughs> well, that's funny. Now, the other thing is, uh, you mentioned the uh, destination fee. Who gets that money? Uh, well, the the manufacturer charges a dealer, and then the dealer just gets it back because they pay the debt. They, they get charged a fee to deliver the car to the dealership. It's one of those pass-through fees. So... Huh. Yeah. So you pay for it, they pay for it. Um, you know, is it something that, uh, you know, back in the old days when dealers made literally thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on a car sale, that right. was something you could say to them, I'm not paying for that. You have to pay that anyway, you know. Yeah. But uh, but now there isn't the kind of profit in cars like there used to be. Uh, you know, it used to be that there was the, the profit in cars now is made in the volume when they have some sort of incentive that, you know, if they sell 30 cars a month, all of a sudden they get an extra $500 per car or something like that. Uh, you know, it, I hate to say it, but in a lot of cases they make more money on the paperwork fees than they do on the actual car. Yeah, I had a weird experience back when I bought my pickup truck uh, from Muzzy Ford. Well, it was one of those things I went on one of the websites yep. and it says you're looking for a car and I get to see the sticker on the side. And you get all the different Ford dealerships uh, trying to negotiate with you. I say, well, Tanner Ford says they'll give me yep. this much. Mm -hmm. Muzzy Ford here, yep. Wellington Ford, you know, all these different dealerships. And then finally you get down, and then when I, you know, the other dealership says, well, you can't give it to you for that price. He's losing money. So I went to the dealership, and they said, well, yeah, we're losing a couple dollars, but we're going to make it up on financing and uh, selling the right. protective, yep. uh, was it the extended warranty yep. and things yep. like that. And if you yep. don't like it, you can cancel it within so many days. Yep. So it was quite the experience. Yeah, I that. yeah I don't buy I don't buy new cars almost ever. Um, but it was sort of interesting. I remember when I bought the '99 Volkswagen that we had. Uh, I was at WGADA over in Quincy, and the and Cork Volkswagen was literally across the parking lot. In fact, their employees yeah. parked in WJDA's parking lot on yeah. Saturdays. And I went over there and I said, uh, "Yeah, I saw you had an advertisement in the paper." You had Volkswagen Cabrios, base models with manual tops and roll-up windows for $16,995. Which, uh, and I went and looked at the car and said, yeah, that's all I'm looking for. And, of course, uh, you know, they tried to sell me something else. And I said, no, I just want the base car, you know. And, and uh, with AAA, we, we have a relationship with a Volkswagen dealer in Rhode Island, Scott Volkswagen. And I remember calling Scott Volkswagen and saying, hey, I'm interested in buying a, a Volkswagen Cabrio. You have the same model as the one I'm looking for. And yeah. they told me it's going to be nineteen nine ninety five or something like that. Right. I said, well, geez, you know, there's a dealership near me uh, for sixteen nine ninety five, And he looks at me, well, well, just buy it from Quirk then. And I said, well, I never mentioned their name. And he said, yeah, I don't know how he sells the cars for that price. He said they're, they're losing money on every single car they sell. Now, 
you know, it maybe it's in, you know, maybe they truly did make it up in volume, so you never know. Uh, but you're right. The other thing that sometimes people forget about is the um, is the financing. Sometimes some of these deals that sound so good are only good because you have to finance with the dealership at a little bit higher rate than you would if you went to a bank or, or right. AAA. You know, we have financing right now at like 1.9%. Well, all of a sudden now you've got to finance it 4% to get that really low price. So there's sometimes some... You know, it's a little bit of playing around, so you just have to watch out for that. Well, I told them, I says, listen, I says, I'm going to pay cash because I'm going to take it out of a home equity yep. line of credit, yep. so at least it'll be tax deductible right. for me. Yep. And he says, do me a favor. He says, finance it. He says, you can cancel it within 30 days without any penalties or anything. Mm. So in this way, we make a couple dollars on yep. you. Yep. So I says, okay, fine. I played the game with mm. that. And the same thing with the extended warranty. Yeah. It came with a 3 and 36. So he mm-hmm. says, we're going to sell you a 5 and 50. And he says, just cancel it within 30 days. You'll yep. be okay, but at least we get, you know, a percentage of that. Yeah. I said, okay. You know, and I play that game and cancel yep. it within so much time. Yeah, it shouldn't, like I said, it shouldn't be necessary. To me, it, <coughs> it shouldn't be any different than, than you know, going and buying, you know, a washing machine. Well, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the world we yeah, live in. Yeah, I know. In. So to get to my question, I had an experience uh, this past week was a little weird and scary, you know, probably both at the same time. Um my dad had some brass rods, probably about 18 to 24 pounds of brass. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, someday when I drive by a junkyard, I can go in there and get a couple dollars to pay for my coffee that morning for the brass. Well, I was in a parking lot, and I saw uh, a, a truck mm-hmm. that says, whatever, junk something yep. or other. Mm-hmm. And so they must go to people's homes and pick up junk yep. and everything mm-hmm. else. So I said, hey, you know what? I'll just dump it here in front of the guy's driver's door. You yep. know, out of the way, right there, yep. nice and neat. Yep. Solid brass. I mean, this is a no-brainer. And he gets a couple dollars for doing it. Yep. So I went home, going in the house, told my wife that, you know, I picked up a couple things at the supermarket yep. and everything else. And probably less than 10 minutes later, somebody's banging on the door. I said, hi, can I help you? He goes, yeah. He goes, you just dropped all this brass off in front of my truck? I said, yeah, I figure you can use the extra money and everything else. He goes, sir, we charge people to take this away. I said, oh, I said, I figured I was doing you a favor by just mm. giving it to you, you know? And it's like, I would never pay anybody to yeah. take it away. Yeah, I know. And I says, uh, how did you find my house? How did you find my location? Oh, we have our ways. You do have a license plate, don't you? I said, yeah. He goes, well, don't worry about it, but don't be dropping stuff off of my truck. I said, okay, have a good day. And it's like, do people have access? They, can they take my license plate and find out where I live? No, they can't. On? They can't. But if they know, if they know a police officer, they can. That's the only way they yeah, can do it. That's the only way. Yeah, you can't. You can't just you know run someone's plate. You can't do it on your own. So, so no, you can't. There's yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Um, mm. In fact, a lot of times, what happens is you can only do that for for so often. I'm still a little surprised that they were all kind of snippy about it because I just looked real quick on the internet and I don't know how current the price is, but um, it shows that uh, it shows that brass um, is worth uh, somewhere between a dollar and two dollars a pound. Yeah, it's clean brass. Yeah, no, I mean that, and that's even worth more. It says here that even um, uh, let's see, uh, brass plumbing pipe, a dollar thirty a pound, and that was. Oh, actually, that was uh, that was just uh, yesterday morning. Is that price? Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, you left them probably the equivalent of you know thirty or forty dollars worth of stuff that right. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of odd, but I, I thought it was very odd. Yeah. Yeah. And right. how they got your plate? They must have. You know, maybe maybe they saw it, or maybe the the parking lot you're in. Maybe they have security at the parking lot that uh, that has a connection with the police department. When somebody, you know, hits somebody at a parking lot, they can report it and get the the name. But more than likely, maybe they probably just knew a cop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it was kind of strange, yeah. and I yeah, felt you, a little yeah, you, intimidated by it. Yeah. You like, can't. Yeah. You can't get it on your own. Like, how does the person yeah. find out where I yeah. live? Because it's no. not an easy place to get no. to where I live. And it's not like they followed me because it was like almost ten minutes later. Yeah. And it was kind of strange. So obviously, yeah. someone was watching me do it. Put it yeah. down, and then it says, "Hey, let me get that plate yeah. number." Yeah, hmm. you know, one of yeah. those things. Yeah, I don't know. A weird thing. Okay. Hey, listen, have a well, good week. All right, you as all well. Right. Bye bye. All right, take care. Bye bye. Let's go real quick to line two. We have a follow up. Paul. Hi. Yeah. Hi, John Paul. Yeah. Um, just listen to that fellow, and yep. uh, I've used a, 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 a company called We Take Anything Metal. Okay. And I think they're in the Quincy area. Yeah. And they they have a series of trucks, and they come. Uh, and I take mean, anything, right? And they took anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you anything for it, but they yeah. they took yeah. scrap metal yeah. and things that were in my no, cell scrap- that I had I mean, no idea I mean, were there. I mean, let's face it. People are stealing copper tubing out of out of houses. So, sure. you know, it has value. Hey, Paul, thanks a lot. Sure, you're very well. All right, Bye. take care. Bye-bye now. We need to take a break. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on AM 950 WROL, the Spirit of Boston. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kurt here, your interstate battery guy. And if you're on the job site right now, you have tons of power-hungry devices that need portable power. No matter what kind of device you're using, we have your battery. At the Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn, we have every battery for every need. You know we supply those hard-to-find batteries for two-way radios, specialty tools, testing equipment, monitors, and alarms. We even have replacement batteries for every major brand of cordless drill or power tool. At the Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn, we love to light up people's lives. So, of course, we have all kinds of batteries for flashlights and even hard-to-find batteries for those specialty lights. Whether it's the job site, the campsite, work, or recreation, the Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn will keep you powered up. We're located at 30 Nashua Street, directly off of Montvale Ave in Woburn. Stop by or visit interstatebatteries.com, Woburn. And remember, always ask for outrageously dependable interstate batteries. It's hot, and you think, whew, I'm turning the air conditioner down. Then you think, how much is that going to cost me? The internal struggle begins. Cost versus comfort. But now you can end the fight. With Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating Systems, you enjoy ultimate comfort, even in difficult spaces, while dramatically reducing energy costs. Mitsubishi's EcoComfort technology lets you control each room individually, so you don't have to pay to cool areas you aren't using. These units also filter allergens, and there's no duct work, so a contractor can install them in less than a day. Don't beat yourself up over energy costs. 
Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Live better. This is the time of the year when your heating and air conditioning units are screaming for attention. Just like your car, your systems need to be tuned up. I'm Mike Francione, owner of Coastal Heating and Air Conditioning in Quincy. We at Coastal have you covered for all your heating, AC, and refrigeration needs. From your home to business to even your boat. Call today at 617-770-0636. Also on the web at CoastalAHR.com. The Great Molasses Flood of 1919, they were there. The Prue pierces the skyline. 1964, they were there. 2004, Boston baseball reigns supreme again. They were there. They were there when Starro Drive opened in 1951. And when the first flight landed at Logan in 1923, they were there. They've been here for a hundred years of Boston, uniquely Boston, City of Boston Credit Union. Memberships open to anyone living or working in Suffolk or Norfolk counties. And when it comes to loans, when you need a loan, there's no place like City of Boston Credit Union. They are there, there for you. Home loans, vehicle, tuition, energy and personal, City of Boston Credit Union, 617-635-4545. City of Boston Credit Union is NMLS number 403469 equal housing lender. Visit cityofbostoncu.com for more. City of Boston Credit Union, uniquely Boston. Hello, this is Gary Jafarian, CEO of Jafarian Volvo Toyota in Haverhill, Mass. And you are listening to The Car Doctor. Tune in at 9 a.m. the last Saturday of every month to listen to me and John Paul. You're listening to The Car Doctor. Technically, this might be the last Saturday of the month. <laughs> well, maybe it's going to be the first Saturday of the next month or something. So, But uh, I want to thank Gary and uh, his uh, crew up there at uh, Jafiri and Volvo Toyota Scion for welcoming us. And uh, I want to thank our, our friend uh, Penny, who brought in the biggest donuts I've ever seen in my entire life from Henry's Donuts. They were gigantic. They were the size of... Marita's head. What do you mean? What do you mean? Where? Where are they? Uh, they're gone. They, I couldn't even finish one, and I'm a, you know, and I like donuts. But hey, we had a. Hey, Rick, I'm hungry. Yeah, we had a Rick question of the week, which I thought was pretty unique. What was it, Marita? It was directed to you, but I guess he wants me to answer as well. It is: What is your favorite car song, and what is your favorite car movie? Hmm. Favorite car song? Hmm. I don't know. Yes. So there's so many. That's that's a hard one. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty fickle with that. And anything with a good car chase scene in it. So it could be Bullet. It could be Blues Brothers. It could be mm-hmm. Ronin. What's one with that? There's. Uh, it could be Corvette Smoke Summer. Smoking the Bandit. Yeah. Smoking the Bandit. <laughs> there's actually Smoking the Bandit had some pretty good music. Yes, it too. did. Yeah. yeah. Not. The second one. But That's because the, the great uh, Jerry Reed. The was great there. Jerry Reed, exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yours? I think, I mean, it was a toss-up between two different songs, but I think I'm going to go with the Johnny Cash Cadillac because I just love no, country no. and I just love that song. Yeah, and you, you, you turned into a Johnny Cash fan somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I like country and I like the, I really do kind of like that. What's the terminology I'm looking for? Like the raw, like, I would say gritty kind of yeah. like country. Yeah. I really like that a lot. So I like that song a lot. But the other one was a close second with Pink Cadillac. Well, I don't know. Who knew yeah. I liked Cadillacs? Yeah. I didn't know that. But. Yeah, I guess the next thing you know, you'd yeah. be driving in in like a 57 Eldorado <laughs> or something. And, and car movies? 
You know what? The first thing that came to mind, and I always loved it, and I don't know if you characterize this really as a car movie, but it has some car themes in it, and that would be Grease. Yeah, absolutely car that. movie. I yeah, love it's it. Car. Well, you're, you're a singer and dancer, so. Yeah, I, lo- I always loved yeah, that movie, yeah. so. Mr. Sullivan, do you have a, do you have anything you'd like to weigh in on this? Well, I think it was interesting that Marita's two car songs were your two bumper songs. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. Pink Cadillac. Yeah, so I that's know. very I interesting. I, you know, I, when I first came here eight years ago or yeah. nine years ago, I, I brought in like a hundred songs with me, and we're down to two. Yeah, what's yeah. up with that? I, I was I was listening on the on the way, <laughs> and I wanted to hear the beep beep song. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, I I I, I don't know. Beep. Uh, beep. Yep. I don't even know which yeah. one is that. It was in, it was it was, in, it was in my repertoire oh. of. Uh, yeah, we'll find it for next week. Here, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, movie. Yeah. Uh, American Graffiti. Always a good car oh, movie. Yeah. Yes. Always yes. a good car movie and Love good best. and good music and you know and 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 people that took that job because they were essentially unemployed actors. Yeah, but they all went on to uh, great uh, yeah. success. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, in fact. One of the guys that's on, um, well, what's the show? My my wife, NCIS. Yep. He plays the FBI guy, Tobias. Yeah. Joe Spano is his name. He's a character actor. He's in yep. Hill Street Blues, I think. He was in American Graffiti. Oh. But you have to look really, really, really close. Really close? Really? Yeah, to find him. The hmm. blonde in the T-Bird? No. N- no. Do you no. know who the blonde in the T-Bird was? Yeah. Uh, Suzanne Summers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was that was like her one of her first little... Appearances in a movie, so right. yeah, yeah. Yep. Richard uh, Dreyfus was in that. Yeah, uh, oh, there was all kinds of. Yep. Uh, what's his name? Harrison uh, Harrison, uh, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah, who, that was his first. Who apparently didn't want to take the job because he thought it was some kind of motorcycle movie. <laughs> so, yep, there you go. <laughs> and look what it did for his career. You look it up; it's like earned billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. since nineteen seventy, yeah. yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, good for them. Hey, what's going on with the Irish Parade today? You're back. I'm back. Where you been? Florida. Really? really? I, ju- I just flew back last night. Yeah. Nice. Outside? Uh, this time yesterday, I was in a pool at 86 degrees. Now oh. it's like 42. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah. Where'd you go in Florida? Uh, we, we went with the family to Disney. Oh. Nice. We went down oh. for the 30 toity-toid wedding anniversary. Toity-toid. You are. And me, yeah. Yeah. We, we made that announcement last week. Yeah. yeah. So well, there were 14 of us that went down. Wow. wow. Yeah. Did you have a good time? Great. You could not have a bad time in the Disney area, really. Well, I didn't set foot in one of the parks. Yeah. I was at the pool every yeah. day. Everyone yeah. else went to the other. They said, yeah. uh, are you having a good time? I said, I'm having a great, <laughs> having a great time. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good no, sounds, that. Sounds sounds Will you send another one of those umbrella drinks over here, please? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. No, it was great. Sounds great. Loved it. But now it's over. It's over, and uh, and the Irish Parade's coming up. we got to get out of here. We're taking up all of Paul Sullivan's valuable time. The very best in Irish music heard right here. Every single Saturday and Sunday, for that matter. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, and be good to your car. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.